We got you covered here today on Cover 4 Sports. I'm Coleman and this is Ball State's 88.5 WVCP Gallatin. Joining me today is... I'm Stephen Ball. D.K. Tidwell. And today we will be talking some college football. So let's dive into it. Uh, <laughs> week five just occurred. Yep. Week six upcoming, of course, because that's how numbers work. <laughs> good call, good call. Uh, I think that first and foremost, the thing that we need to hit on is Georgia, num number two team, demolishing, yeah. who was number eight, I believe, Arkansas. Not even demolishing. I mean, shutting out. Yeah. D Georgia has the best defense in, in college football right now. They look right absolutely now. dominant it's, right now. It's By showing. A long, a long shot. They are the, I'd say, the most dominant-looking team in college football, mm -hmm. and they did that with uh, backup quarterback, the mailman, Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Year after year, you see... You, you typically have your Alabamas, your Georgias, your Ohio States, but Georgia really, they might be the front runner right I now. I think Georgia is the front runner right now. AP poll doesn't <laughs> think so. After what Bama just did to Ole Miss. Oh, again. They it's both like, just did where, they where's, both just where's Ole Miss at? Like, you see what I'm saying? Who they were like, against. Is Ole Miss the team that we really think they are? Nobody really knows with Ole Miss. Ole Miss is real up in Matt the Corral air. Matt Corral is real, real good. Though. He is real good, but he's also real Matt Corral. Last yeah. year, you'd have like a random like five pick game from him. Yep. Like, are you going to be seeing that, or are you going to be seeing Matt Corral, Heisman Matt Corral? <laughs> and so that's that's really what it comes down to. I think Ole Miss is a good team. Yeah. I don't think that they are a great team, and mm -hmm. I think the same thing with Arkansas. I think Arkansas was a good team, not a great team. Uh, KJ Jefferson. He's a mobile guy, but he got hurt against Texas A&M, and you see him come back this week. And what, do you think the injury may have like kind of played a little bit into like not putting up any points? <laughs> maybe it, let's hope yeah. it played I something think, then, yeah. because I think that's a big difference between this, this Alabama and this Georgia game. Is Alabama is allowing 21 points? How that happens, I'm, I'm not sure. But 37-0. I mean, it, it's yeah, that's, that's a shutout. And, <laughs> that's, that's just dominant. To be fair, I'd say Ole Miss's offense is probably thought of as more lethal than yeah. Arkansas's, but yeah. Arkansas's offense isn't anything to play around with because you got Traylon Burks, KJ Jefferson, and those yeah. those are two of the best uh, offensive threats in all of football. And, and so, I think that's a uh, that's a big spotlight on Georgia's defense. Is Georgia's defense just looks elite? Yeah, just shuts them down. And so Auburn comes in to goes at LSU. The game's scheduled for an 8 o'clock night get a, game. Get a zoom in right here. In Baton Rouge. I'm an Auburn fan. And Auburn hasn't won at LSU since I mean, 1999. I'm watching my TV, and I'm like, I'm watching Bo Nix, and I'm like, Bo Manziel, Johnny Nix. How did he, how did he do that? Bo Dini. I, I say, how did he do that? And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, he does it again. How did he do that? So, Bo <laughs> Nix, no, they didn't name the starter until like before the game. Mm -hmm. Uh... It was either going to be Bo Nix or hometown hero from Louisiana, TJ Finley, just yeah. transferred in from LSU. He came in this past, uh, the week before, mm -hmm. and uh, led us on a 98-yard drive to yep. beat Georgia State with a fourth and eight throw that yep. took some magic. But uh, he did that, and so the fans were all up in there. Who's going yeah. to be the starting quarterback, Bo Nix, TJ Finley? Most people, I'd say, wanted TJ Finley to start. But I think the coaches made the right decision. They brought out Bo first, and mm -hmm. this was their plan all along, I believe. Yeah. They brought out Bo. He didn't look bad. He played one drive. Then they brought in Finley. He didn't look awful, but Bo looked yeah. better. They brought Bo back in, and then Bo does the Bo magic. Yeah. Bo and knows, right? Bo does know. And you guys know. You guys know I'm not a huge college football guy, but at just 
keeping in touch with the sports world, all I've heard recently is Bo Nix. Yeah. Bo Nix. So, and finally for a good reason, because used to it was the interception deal, people calling him Bo Picks. Well, a stat that most... That's a good nickname. Most of those people... (laughs) That's so funny. I didn't know that. Stat that most of those people don't know, uh, Bo Picks, he's actually fifth right now uh, ever in uh, SEC history in consecutive passes without an interception thrown. It's like 249. And so, Bo Picks isn't really Bo Picks, like everybody says. He had, he was going up against like Derek Stingley and threw threw a few that year and threw like one or two against Florida in a massive game as a freshman. That's when he got that name. But my point with that, Auburn goes to LSU, Bo Nix comes in and is like an SEC player of the week. Oh, so you call him, you call him Bo Nix Heisman? No. (laughs) He's focused, he's having fun, he's a dark horse for the Heisman. No. Uh, Bo Nix though, he is. He looked like he was having fun, and yeah. that's what you want from Bo Nix. And so, moving forward, Auburn goes to Georgia, not to Georgia. Georgia comes to Auburn this yeah. upcoming week. That Georgia's defense against. Uh, if Bo Nix wants to prove himself, this is going to be the time to be. Easy. This we is going to be. Do it. This will be the game that yeah. he will finally prove himself. He's in we, his third year. Will you're yeah. saying it? It could be. We okay. we could see the return of Bo Picks. <laughs> we could see that return, but look. All I'm saying is, is that if Bo Nix is going to take this leap that it looked like he's starting to kind of, like it wasn't a great game, he still missed guys, but he did what he had to do and he ultimately led the team and carried them on his back. If we go out there and and college football, the atmosphere plays a massive role. Jordan-Hare Stadium, if you get loud and you get rocking, you get 87,451 people out there rocking. Knows this on the dot. I'm telling you, that is something that you don't want to mess with. This could be like the 2017 game. Auburn took it to uh, number, I think, three at the nation at the time, Georgia. We beat them 49 to 10, uh, or something close to that, 49 17, 49 10. But they were number three, and we were like number nine. Had yeah. Jarrett Stidham back but, then. But Jarrett Stidham. If we bring it to them, you want to. If, if you want to, you know, go into the fantasy realm of that, you want to see a more dominating performance against LSU. You and do. not a battle back, you know, you do. grit and grind. You want to see it, and we got down 13 to, yeah. no, 13 to nothing. It's, a, it's another thing that... But that confidence could still carry into next yeah. week and play a and factor. And look, we didn't look... Auburn did not look bad against Penn State. Yeah. We lost 28-20 to 20 on the road in their wideout game, and... We didn't. We we made mistakes. There was bad refing on both sides, and I love how Penn State people were like SEC refs. Like SEC refs means nothing. SEC refs are awful for SEC teams <laughs> consistently. Uh, but I think that we handled ourselves really well there. We have a, a first-year head coach, and he's. I think he's starting to change the system. I don't know if we'll be able to beat Georgia. I yeah. don't. If my gut's telling me we probably don't, but the Auburn's in me. Auburn enemy is saying that we have a fighting chance, yeah, and I do believe that there's it's somewhere in between. Yeah, uh, because well, it is coming either, to you're right. Auburn, it is either win or yeah. lose. Coming I mean. to Auburn, if the defense steps up and plays like the athletes, like the four and five stars that yeah. the guys are, and the offense does the same, then you have a game with Georgia. Especially if JT Daniels, the Georgia quarterback transfer from USC, isn't playing again, and it's Stetson Bennett. Yeah, Stetson Bennett beat Auburn last year, but that was at home at night. I don't. Stetson Bennett, he, I, he's, he can produce, but he's, I don't think he's the guy. Dual threat. And so I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want Auburn to go in there and show what they can do. Yeah. 
On another note, oh, what? Speaking of the guy, who's your guy for Heisman right now, Mr. Coleman? <sighs> my guy for Heisman yeah. right now. So I'll tell you my guy. Who's your guy? Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. The fact that you can okay. take a mid-major to okay. forefront, what are they, the five seed right now? Yeah, they're, to, they're to, fifth. To upper echelon, yeah. mid-major to upper echelon, competing for a college football playoff spot while playing at a high level. I mean, and they've done Ritter's good making themselves. a case, man. They've Ritter's done, making a case, man. They've done good for themselves. Yeah. They've beaten the teams that they're – They exactly. beat Indiana. That's a Big Ten team. Yeah. They beat, um, they beat Notre Dame mm -hmm. uh, at Notre Dame. And so uh, you've made a case for yourself now. Yeah. Now it's about these, these these small schools. They usually don't finish it out, and they usually mm -hmm. like the random but slip I think, up. I think Ritter's a stud. They've got some defensive studs. Yeah. And and I, I think Ritter's going to be a quality NFL quarterback, and I think after he wins the Heisman, he's going to submit himself uh, atop a pretty weak draft class of quarterbacks. Yeah, the, top, the draft class right now is pretty weak. You got uh, Malik Willis kind of being yeah, the guy that Liberty. is the – is the unknown guy, and the thing about Malik Willis is uh, he came from Auburn. So yeah. <laughs> he started off at Auburn. Bo Nix beat him out as a freshman. He was about, I think he was a sophomore, I want to say, at the time. And then he goes there his junior year, and now I think his senior year? Yeah. Is he a senior now? I think he's is a Malik senior Malik Willis now. your guy? Uh, Malik Willis is not my guy, and to be fair, Bo Nix did beat him out that yeah, year. Malik, back in the day, Malik Willis wasn't yeah. as good when he was at Auburn as he's developed yeah. into now, and I think that's a lot about the old coaching staff not developing yeah. quarterbacks like Stidham and any but Bo yeah. Nix, anybody that's been there. But I think my guy for the Heisman this year, the most talented guy yeah. is not Ritter. The most talented guy is Matt Corral, and he's yeah. not my guy either because I just don't see – the gauntlet that Ole Miss has to face, the Heisman usually goes to somebody that's on a massive yeah. team that's doing it. Uh, I think it's like Bryce Young is too it's, easy. It's Bryce Young is a. Yeah. I don't want to give it to Bryce Young, but he's a, throwing like Alabama he's throwing B, like five touchdowns and two incompletions, so it's yeah. probably the most obvious, like the right answer. But uh, I could see. I could see that Kyle uh, Hamilton's not oh, a bad the defensive back yeah. for Notre Dame. He but is a that hasn't happened beast. since Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson and if, if, Raiders. Uh, Let's go, man. Who was it a couple years back? <laughs> if Jabril if Jabril Peppers, Jabril Peppers didn't win it, then it's going to be hard for another safety yeah. to win it. Yeah, um, but I think that I'm, I, I might have to go with you right now. I'd say yeah. Desmond Ritter is. Is, is the guy. I like him. He's I like him a lot, man. And unless forefront. Cincinnati snows, slows down, then, I mean, the stories. Also a guy from, from Michigan State, the running back. I just had his name in my mind. Slipped out. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, can't think of it. Still can't think of it. Found it. Kenneth Walker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kenneth Walker has been going yeah. off, and he is creating more missed tackles than anybody yeah. in Slippery. all of college football right now. Speaking of Kenneth Walker and Michigan State, uh, they are quietly five and zero, a quiet five and zero. Quiet five and zero. That Michigan Michigan State game is yeah. looking like it's going to be you like know, the game this year. They're they're a quiet five <laughs> and zero and getting more respect uh, than Kentucky, who is a loud five and zero right now in my opinion. Yeah, they just came off beating yeah. beating Florida, Florida yep. storming Come the on. field, getting fined. They'll do it a hundred out of a hundred times. Yeah. If you're a program like Kentucky who Golly. doesn't have those type of wins, walk a flocka in the house yeah. in Kentucky like. <laughs> You know that they were going insane. That was awesome. Uh, they clearly made the right choice mm -hmm. with uh, Levi's at quarterback yeah. instead, or Levis at quarterback instead of uh, Joey Gatewood, who I think is going to end up transferring to US UCF or yeah. uh, maybe already has. But 
Another team I want to talk about, kind of more local towards this area, Western Kentucky, mm. one and three. But the teams <laughs> that you have lost to, you've the gone two. You, yeah. yeah, you have gone to Army, mm. and you lose 38-35 in a very close battle. <laughs> You're hanging and in. Army, you don't, you don't. Teams, the, Army is a, one of those teams that you can't really prepare for. You mm. can, but it's hard to prepare for because yeah. they run the triple option. Yeah. They throw it back to the high school days, <laughs> and you're out here preparing week in, week out Wish for mode. this for yeah. for this air raid and stuff, and read RPOs and stuff, and then you could go out and end up facing wishbone, like running back <laughs> motions and stuff, wing backs, stuff you I don't know, see. I love it. 38-35 uh, loss there. And then you go and you go toe-for-toe toe with Indiana, a Big Ten team, yeah. Michael Penix, guy that just like dove for the pile on the year before to beat knock off Penn State. Uh, and uh, Fry Fogle, the, one of the best receivers in the, yeah. uh, all of college football and like all-time best receiver in Indiana history. Mm-hmm. And he's going to go in like the second round of the NFL draft. And then you go to Michigan State. And, all, and your offense is hanging with them for a while. Yes. Man. I mean – you get Up they got the down and they, they you battled back. Yeah, like in the fourth quarter they made a a, a big run. That yeah, almost put them back in the game, but their, it just wasn't their enough. offense. You're looking at a guy like Bailey Zap Bailey Zappy Bailey Zappy is the uh, right now he is fifth in passing in all of college football at Western Kentucky. At like, Western Kentucky, awesome. this guy's transferred in. He transferred in from, I mean, uh, a, don't want to butcher it, Houston Baptist Huskies. Dude, Sixteen touchdowns, two interceptions, right? Um, on, the, on the season? I believe so. Which I believe is like so. <laughs> a very impressive number. Not a lot of interceptions are the, like the stud QBs in college football, like Bryce Young don't throw a lot of picks, but 16 to 2 at Western Kentucky 16 and two is impressive. Through four games. When you don't have the most overwhelming receiver talent, you know? So oh, he's, gosh. he's averaging four touchdowns a game and one interception every two games. And the receivers that they brought in, so they brought in uh, some guys from Houston Baptist. Yeah. They transferred in with this guy. That shows the type of guy he is in the exactly. locker room. Mm. I'm telling you, just wait till he gets to the NFL. Yeah. He's 6'1", 220. He has, he's, he's built big enough to be an NFL quarterback. 6'1's not great, but yeah. like, but I mean, his decision making, his decision making and accuracy is something that mm-hmm. I. This guy is a big time sleeper in my yeah. opinion in terms of uh, prospects for the NFL yeah, this I next like year. It. And you can come from anywhere. We yeah. saw a prime example with Joe Burrow. He bounced around different schools and then yeah. he got his shot at LSU. Yeah. Won the Heisman, won the national championship, and went number one overall. And he's on a three and one Bengals team right now. And look, Zappy, he's brought in. He's the guys that that Western's been able to bring in. At wide receiver have made such massive like differences in their in their game. You got Jareth Stearns. Uh, I'm not sure his exact stats and yeah. stuff, but every single week, I get like a Twitter notification that he's like broke another like record and it's <laughs> like a top like a record for an NCA yeah. for like consecutives or most catches or something. I think he had 17 catches this past week. Yeah. At, and Western Kentucky at hasn't Michigan had. State. A really impressive NFL prospect at receiver since Taewon Taylor. Yeah. yeah, and we saw how that turned out. But Stearns, yeah, he's interesting. I, he's, a, he's a guy he slept on, and they got another guy, Daywood Davis. I yeah. think that he's really good. He reminds me a lot of Sammy Coates. He wears number eighteen as the Dreads, and they play the sim- They play a similar way. Yeah, uh, they're kind of like speed guys, go downfield, go up and get it type guys that are built high weight well. speed. Yeah, and he transferred from Oregon, played with Dylan Mitchell and guys like that oh, yeah. over at over at Oregon. Uh, on the defensive side, you got uh, Malone. You got D'Angelo Malone, and this guy is, I think, second all-time right now in tackles for loss in Western Kentucky yeah. history. He's built well. I think that he's going to be a solid NFL player. Uh, they're bringing in guys, man. They're, get, they're getting players. <laughs> yeah. They're starting to get. They're getting players. They're one and three, but they're like the. 
it's one of the best one and threes I've seen because starting to establish themselves like you, as not just that small D one school yeah, anymore. They're starting you don't, to. This is a team when you schedule them and you play them, you're like, all right, it's yeah. it's not like to, we, have we to sign them up for jamboree week. for a free win. Yeah, you this know? Is, it's no jamboree with <laughs> WKU anymore. You're playing a team that has the firepower yep. to beat you. And is going to throw for 400 yards, win or loss, on yeah. you. And is going the quarterback's going to be smart playing it. And I think it all starts with that Bailey Zappi transfer. So, mm-hmm. so you guys know that I'm not a big college football guy, as I just previously said. But between the two, I'd say the two biggest local teams aside, maybe MTSU, you've got Western Kentucky and you've got University of Tennessee Knoxville. Who, oh. who, who are y'all taking in a matchup? I don't right. Know. So after this past week, we see Tennessee yeah. take it. To Missouri. The yep. the offense, they man, he said starting last week in Florida, he's opening up the playbook. Yep. Yeah. And you see some of that. There's some mistakes made late in the game that just, you know, it got out of hand. I don't think it was as ugly as it looked on the scoreboard yeah, against th- Florida. They, and and I think Hendon Hooker is the right quarterback for you. I think that, that Hendon Hooker was the right quarterback from the yeah. jump. I feel yeah. like that since he's a senior and Milton's like only yeah. a sophomore, I think, I think that they, they, they wanted to go with Joe Milton off the bat because yeah. like he has more time he has the in that rocket system. radar he has, like, he has the build and he has the rocket like yeah. you said and he has more time to be in that system and you would rather have a guy that you can Hinnon's have just, multiple years man, he's, than just one he's but just Hinnon doing was the guy i mean the play calling is masterful right now for mm-hmm. ut like yeah. The run game is there, really like high. Yeah, I love that hire. I mean, Tyon Evans, the, air, Tion, the fastest Tyon Evans yeah. had a 92-yard touchdown, three yeah. touchdowns on the game. One was taken back, so he had two on it. And then, I mean, he these shot plays are there every time now. Yeah. And and and, and Milton couldn't hit him, but now, Jones. yeah, yeah. Mm. And now uh, Hendon stepping in and he's hitting these deep shots, and now they're scoring 60 points in a and game, Hinden's and it's impressive. Ability. Like, yeah. when he takes off that spin move, he's yeah. shown it multiple times. It's so lethal. Because obviously, obviously, University of Tennessee, Western Kentucky, two D1 schools, but Tennessee a is jump. a step above. There is because there it's, is an a jump. SC, it's an SEC school, and if you see the Volunteers miraculously go undefeated, they're gonna be they're gonna have a top four spot in the college playoff yeah. most likely. But Western, it's like you're gonna be maybe. You're going to be anywhere 14 through possibly four. Like, Western's, so. Western's hanging with teams that they shouldn't be hanging with, uh, in y'all's opinion. But do y'all think that them playing with them in Tennessee being on Tennessee's level, do y'all think it balances out? Or do you think Tennessee's still got a foot I ahead think Tennessee would still win, but I think it, I think it, it would be, be – I, I think it would be a fun game to watch. It's, I think it's there a flip be a of lot. a coin for me after really? watching these games and stuff. Like Indiana, Tennessee, that's mm-hmm. a pretty – Evenish, Tennessee. evenish game. Yeah. Tennessee's obviously a much I bigger think football that MT, school than Western. I think that Michigan State would beat Tennessee because okay. Michigan State's number 11 in the nation, 5-0. Yeah. I think that they're a really solid team. Like I said earlier, they got a running back that's a Heisman candidate. Um, broken the most tackles in college football this year. But you see 48-31, Western's putting up mm-hmm. points. I don't like Tennessee's defense yeah. that much. I think that this team's still – I think Western they're, puts they're up They're deep points. and they're they're they're, they're – Almost veteranish, like they're they're seniors and juniors yeah. in the secondary. I think the secondary is nice, but linebackers, D line, that kind of area gets foggy for UT, mm-hmm. and that's why I think they match up better against a team like Western Kentucky versus a team like Pitt, who is a yeah. run first team that yeah. came and beat Tennessee. You know, yeah. what so I'm saying? Coleman, you see more of like a fifty-fifty, and Cade, you see more like of a close but Tennessee dominant yeah. game. Not dominant, but well, I, think, I don't I think, think they you're, win. I don't think you're holding. I think that it would have to be high scoring. So I think that Hype would have yeah. to open up the playbook again. <laughs> uh, 
I think you want to open up the playbook yeah. in other weeks. Uh, kind of a weird quote from Heupel, but at least he did. At <laughs> no, least that's after what he saying said. it, yeah. he went and did it. But uh, I think that you'd have to slow down Western Kentucky because even though yeah. you mentioned all that, like you've seen it just t- time in and time out throughout the season yeah. that they're going to find a way. I think, like I said, Zappy, I think he's an NFL talent at yeah. quarterback. And whether people are talking about him like that or not, from what I've watched, because I've tuned into their games this year, mm-hmm. I think that he, he is that guy. And okay. so I think that they're at least putting 25-plus on Tennessee with Tennessee's yeah. defense. Like, Missouri's offense isn't all that anyway. And but I feel like Tennessee's putting 30-plus on Western Kentucky's defense. I could see it. I could see probably like a 35 uh, 31, 28, 27 type of game, yeah. 38, 27, love, something like that. We love that. Coleman off the, off the top of the dome score predictions, man. If, the ga- if this theoretical game ever happens. Yeah, no. Sadly, this game isn't going to happen. It's not on the schedule hey, anymore. Obviously, they're not going to be back, in the college uh, playoffs. Bring back NCAA but. 14. It could happen right now. <laughs> NCAA 14. Yeah. Let's run it. Um, another thing that uh, it's going to be interesting to see is Texas A&M and the rest of their season. I feel Texas A&M was already one of the most overrated teams coming into the season just because they were ranked. I don't remember. It was... I don't know their exact ranking, but it was top seven. I know that, <laughs> and that was ridiculous. Yeah. They I lost mean, Kellen Mond, and they lost some other production, and then you, they got a new quarterback, Haynes King. He gets hurt the first game of the season. Yeah, uh, and you drop two games in a row, and now you're heading to Tuscaloosa. Like, Yeah, and so oh, Lord. that's about to be you – you're, you're in a gauntlet. You get mm-hmm. – you get beat by Arkansas. It was only twenty to ten, but everybody, anybody that saw that game knew that that was a Arkansas dominated yeah. game. And then you lose to Mississippi State, and credit to Mississippi State and Mike Leach for getting Will Rogers like going this season yeah. because Will Rogers has looked like a different guy from last year, and I think that just comes with another year of experience under him. But you're going, yeah, you have to play Alabama, and so uh, they the. Uh, Alabama's no slouch. And if um, you win three games, then, I mean, your season's over for competition-wise, you know? Even winning two games, yeah. win nowadays, you know? <laughs> Alabama's definitely no slouch. And so, mm. even though they're going to yeah. Texas A&M, I don't think that makes much of a, uh, a difference when yeah, Zach I mean, Calzada's yeah, your guy. They're hy- they hype up, like, every, every they do it every time. Like, last week, Old Miss gets hyped up to to even keep it within the spread, you know, and, like, they and couldn't do it. Texas A&M right. fell out With of the rankings. They, they, yeah. they fell out of the rankings, and as, as they should have, because that's just, it's, it was crazy how high they were ranked, and I, I yeah. saw this coming from a mile away. A, a big uh, comparison that I have with college football is kind of like uh, Little League Baseball. If you ever uh, pay attention to the World Series, once you lose that, like, second or third game, it's pretty much a wrap for your season. <laughs> um, this upcoming Saturday, though, one of the biggest games of now of the season wasn't thought to be one of the biggest games, yeah, but Iowa you got Iowa-Penn State. <laughs> that is where it's about to, it's about to go down. Uh, you got Penn State going to Iowa, yeah. to heavyweights. I think Iowa's going to get them because, again, I, well, I'm an Auburn fan, and I'm not sure how exactly great Auburn is, and Auburn, Aub- Auburn arguably, arguably – could have beaten Penn State at mm-hmm. Penn State on their whiteout game. Oh no, the fans are wearing <laughs> white and being loud. It's fans. Oh, are it's a you? Game. Are you a little so, bitter. Hey, got a, got a not, little bitterness. I'm a little bitter about. Would you not wear white to the whiteout Auburn mm-hmm. game if it happened? Uh, it did happen, and I did wear white there first you go. game of the season, <laughs> yeah. and I went. That's and funny. Was there, but uh, 
That was a genius, genius move by Harson to go wide out the first game of the year to get the players ready for like a loud environment yeah. and like seeing that kind of everywhere and stuff. That was that's a type that's playing chess, not checkers, pure Harson. <laughs> but uh, we didn't have any like false starts and stuff due to the crowd noise. Yeah. And LSU, I think, was already recorded as louder than it was at Penn State. Yeah. And so. They tried to prop up all that was just kind of annoying here about like <laughs> yeah. the fans are gonna beat you before you even step <laughs> on the field. Like yeah. okay, wide out Penn State. But uh, I think this Iowa Penn State game is gonna be big. I think if you see Sean Clifford do what he's been doing and that is continuing to be a quarterback that you can actually rely on, yeah. then uh, Dude, Iowa can score a lot of points if they're on it. Uh, yeah, I think Iowa could. I think Iowa can put up points, but I think Penn State with Jahan Dotson and Sean Clifford and Noah Kane, if you get the ground game rolling yeah. and you get Noah Kane actually starting to uh, do good, then that means that we're going to see a team that could very like, well I put like it, take it these, to Iowa. I like seeing these other teams in the mix for the top I do four too. with Iowa, Penn State, Cincinnati. You know, yeah, it just feels good. Clemson dropping out of the rankings. Yeah, that's just. That's crazy. unheard of. Uh, well, unheard of the past they couple dropped of years. two losses in a row, right? Yeah. Oh, come on. And uh, NC State, and then who was it this past week? It was someone else they shouldn't have lost to. Uh, Scott's got to get on that. Get on that. Get on that. Get on that. Boston College. No, they beat Boston College, beat Boston but College, they've but lost to Georgia and they've lost to NC State. And it wasn't a it wasn't a pretty win. No, though. and they almost lost to Georgia Tech, mm -hmm. who got throttled by Pitt, who. Who beat Tennessee? Yeah. Who whipped Missouri? Who beat? Bo who lost to Boston College? <laughs> who lost to Clemson, but barely. <laughs> I don't know what that says, but that says something. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and they they held it within seven to Georgia. Like. Yeah, Georgia. T yeah, and so like also first game of the season. Gotta first think game about of the that. season in Georgia. We didn't really know it. Nobody. It, it's a different mindset when yeah. the team that you're playing is mm -hmm. like. Clemson and they're supposed yeah. to be how they're supposed to be and either way they're not like that now but I think that that's a different game if you play now I think Georgia absolutely kills them I think it's a mentality thing and I think it's hard going in and I think the fans and the players are less motivated now for Clemson and it could be a scary rest of the season for them if they don't get their act together because in the ACC things go wild all the time yep. now and so it's the ACC is like the new big 12 in terms yeah. of like craziness <laughs> like that randomly just happened. So like you, Syracuse has always been a team that's like been tricky for Clemson. And then Pitt, you know, who knows what you're going to get with them. Pitt might Man. Uh, almost drop one to Tennessee or might blow out. They Georgia had a Tech. dominant win, yeah. And Kenny Pickett, I really like him as quarterback. And then Louisville, you got uh, Malik Cunningham. He's one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the league. Then you got Cake and UConn. Uh, but Wake Forest undefeated still. Yeah, that's surprising to me, but. Like I just said, the ACC is the ACC, and this year it's been wild and out of control. <laughs> Agreed. Um, and I mean, it's been Clemson's show for yeah, so long. Yeah, it's been Clemson's it's show, like and Swinney's finally. Who show? Who show is it now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dabo's finally. It's, it's looking like the NC State Wake Forest show. I mean, and Miami has been an absolute tank this year, also. Like in terms, tank I, in terms of you bad. gotta expect. Clemson to be a lot worse with Lawrence coming out the building, but do you expect him to DJ Ugalagale was supposed to Ugalale, be like yeah. supposed to be the next guy. Like he was supposed to be, he he next filled in a up, game yeah. for Trevor Lawrence the years and, and the year before, and like he looked like he was going to be the next mm -hmm. guy. And then he. I wonder they just if there's too no much offense. pressure, man. 
you got to wonder. Yeah. Coming and, and succeeding Lawrence, who was and like. You got to think, are they making game plans and stuff for him? Yeah. So you can't just, you've had Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence. Like that's two <laughs> yeah. guys following those Studs. acts up is going to be hard. But you want him to be helped. And so they've had the same coaching staff for like ever now. Yeah. And so it gets to the point where like, are you going to switch things up or are you all going to stay the same <laughs> yeah. and keep putting out what people have seen now and, and they're it's getting like, adjusted to? It didn't matter how much film you watched on Clemson because they do the same thing over and over when yeah. you're playing Trevor Lawrence and playing Deshaun Watson because yeah. they'll get it done nonetheless. And Ugalele isn't so, you know, unbelievably yeah. talented. He's not, he's not that, a runner. Yeah, yeah. He, he runs the scheme. And he like does. he doesn't change completely change the narrative of mm -hmm. the game like those other two QBs mm -hmm. did and that's what makes it And they've lost guys different like for the ETN offense. and stuff yeah. and ETN on to Will and, and, and T Higgins and you yeah. know all Just those all guys. the all the guys the talent they've produced yeah. it's hard to be a team like props to Bama for doing it year in and year out and consistently bringing putting talent Justin back Ross out on is the still field. A stud, but come yeah. on. And that's a like, huge thing that gets taken into consideration whenever quarterbacks are being drafted as prospects is can you make plays off script? Yeah. Yeah. And I like that's why I like Matt Corral a lot. I feel yeah. like he can. I think that he's going to need. Uh, he's the type of guy that once he goes to the league, he's going to need to sit behind somebody for a minute because he's still very turnover prone and very bad decision making. But he has that baseball type Mahomes arm yeah. where he's throwing from the angles and he's throwing off the back foot for 70 yards. And so it's just it's been it's been one of the craziest college football years to date with all these top 25 teams just like <laughs> dropping. You love and to see it though. So. With this Auburn game next this upcoming week, I, anything's possible. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm mm -hmm. sure you'd love to see that. Well, this was Cover Four Sports. We're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I'm Coleman, and these are my guys right here, Stephen and Cade, and we're gonna be wrapping it up. And I'm gonna say that three thousand times, yep. and so it's gonna be edited out. Uh, but that's a wrap here for Cover 4 Sports on Vol State's 88.5 WVCP Gallatin. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, at...